Voice of Industries. Voice of Industries. Thomas, welcome to Voice of Industries. I'm glad to have you today to discuss around sustainable competitiveness in the industry. Could you first introduce yourself and your activity at ARC? Yes, Mathieu, sure, I can. So my name is uh, Thomas Menzel and I'm consultant for process automation application at ARC. And my focus area is really digital transformation in the industry. And ARC, this abbreviation stands for Automation Research Company. So we are doing market research for more than 30 years, but with a very strong focus on automation application only. So Automation Research Company. So as I said before, my focus here is process automation. And uh, I'm, I'm analyzing really the uh, digital transformation of the industry. And I'm doing this for more than 20 years. So I was part of the first battle where we have seen uh, digital field buses like Profibus versus Foundation Field Bus. And till today, this digital transformation is ongoing, and that is, let's say, my area of interest. First, uh, could you explain what you put behind sustainable competitiveness for the process manufacturing industry? Yeah, sustainable competitiveness, that is a big topic, and it's a relative new topic because we all affected by the climate changes, remember the Paris conference, and the compliance, really the industrial compliance with these global climate targets. That is, from my point of view, the definition of sustainable competitiveness. So the industry has to transfer to compliance with these uh, targets and be profitable at, at the same time. That means we have to find solution to avoid too much CO2, carbon di dioxide pollutions, and at the same time it has to be cost effective. So this remaining being profitable, uh, despite supporting these kind of objectives, that is really the approach. That means the industry uh, has to transfer, and then of course they has to uh, establish active communication to their customers that the industry is really meeting these kind of targets because it is crucial. Everybody knows. We have to uh, be different in the future to meet the climate goals. If I understand well, in fact, uh, when you talk about competitiveness, profitability, uh, that means we, the fundamentals for industrial performance remain the same. But we have to add new challenges to these fundamentals uh, linked to environment, uh, climate change, etc. Could you elaborate on that? Yes, yes, that is that is true. I think these climate changes going hand in hand with, with other trends. For example, we have a brain drain in the industry. So the time of the baby boomers is over. Everybody is, is fighting for, for talents to do the future uh, automation. And especially IT is, is going deeper and deeper into the OT, that is the operational technology around the automation equipment. So we need really new skills. We need a new skilled workforce in future. And that is crucial to, to really achieve the targets or objectives of this uh, sustainable competitiveness. Because we need some, let's say, 
uh, talented people to take corrective action on the automation systems to be in line with these uh, sustainable competitiveness objectives. To summarize, in fact, one key aspect is uh, know-how and expertise within this industrial company. What are the options to attract the best people to support operationally your strategy for if you are an industrial company? Okay, that is really another challenge and that is a complete different challenge because people see the workplaces in the industry not attractive enough. If they are comparing, let's say, industrial workplaces with uh, workplaces in the gaming industry or in with workplaces of the, of the big, uh, let's say, software houses, Google or Microsoft or Amazon, they, 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 they feel these kind of, of workplaces are much more attractive. And so the industry needs to develop more attractiveness. That is one thing, because only with this attractiveness, and if I say attractiveness, I mean IT attractiveness, uh, I, can, I can really find the right talents for the, uh, to, to achieve the objectives in the industry to do the digital transformation right. That at the end, we are competitive uh, with our industry against the rest of the world and at the same time meeting the, uh, the climate goals. So that means the, the workplace of the future is really something uh, which is teamwork related. So we need different core competences in our team and we have to use modern IT tools. So similar to the IT workplaces and um, the introduction of the own ideas of the employees. So the creativity of the own ideas, we have to, we have to accept that and we have to integrate that into the daily life. And this will then uh, trigger the evaluation uh, of the production methods to really meet this sustainable competitiveness. That is at least my understanding of this, uh, of this transformation process. Okay, so, so you, you talk about workplace environment, but also one, one thing uh, I think very relevant in what you said is um, the capability to, do, to give autonomy to people in the plant to fulfill their targets and yeah. to be able to be actors to, to, to achieve these uh, sustainability goals. Correct. Um, I wanted to see another aspect, I think, uh, which is closely related, which is how to build up or capitalize on know-how and, know and expertise in the company. What, what are the options you see on this aspect, which is more related to, to the knowledge management in a way? Yeah, the knowledge management. First of all, you have to, as, as discussed before, uh, employees have to bring in their knowledge. That means we need really flat decision-making processes to, to, be, to be fast. And then we have to improve really our, our uh, skills regarding using IT methodology to improve the automation systems to meet the objectives. So we, we need more access to real-time production data to first understand the production processes better and, 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 and see areas where we can do things different to increase the effectiveness of the production process. For example, uh, reduce energy consumption or improve quality. And we need this data, this production data, to really do fact-based decisions. We are not, or we should not 
take decisions in future because uh, you are feeling this is maybe right or wrong. It needs to be or it has to be based on facts. You know, so because this parameter and this parameter and this parameter indicates that this decision is the only right decision. On this data-based um, evolution of production methods, that's from my point of view the future, and that makes the workplaces really attractive for uh, future employees. Okay. So we talk about digitization and, uh, I would say, uh, introducing data uh, in all this process. Um, can traditional approach like uh, MES or ERP uh, can support this? So um, MES is for you a manufacturing execution yes, system, yes, right? Yes, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have to we have to uh, define the abbreviations. So MES, let, let's use it. Let, let's use the abbreviation MES. Can definitely capture production data, and but MES cannot automat automatically optimize the production. So MES is 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 good for let's say. Uh, building an historian database, what happened during the production. So and uh, in future, I think we need we need different tools. We need different tools on top of the MES. MES is the first step, but in future we need some cloud-based IT tools which really analyze the uh, the production data and predict the future. So what is a possible corrective action in future? And often, let's say with the MES, the context between the data and the real production methodology is not in line or it's invisible for the employees and that is an area where we have to do things differently and uh, the other issue the the off-the-shelf MES cannot be uh, used and configured by everyone because it is sometimes really not easy to handle this kind of massive software. So what you mean is um, due to the waste MES are conceived to manage the execution. They are really um, structuring, so uh, you don't have so much margin to give autonomy to people uh, and to enable them to, to build new usages. Um, so uh, what could be the complementary approach to fill the gap between what you describe as a key to have a sustainable competitiveness <laughs> and what is currently offered Uh, from the software in the shop floor. Okay, to, to, to give you really a short answer, but with a long explanation is, it must be an easy to use software. It must be something which is really easy. We all know this kind of software from our mobile phones. An app is maybe a, a reduced software tool, but delivers the, the functionality which is required. And something like that is really easy to use software. Um, a cloud-based, so coming back really to, to the uh, explanation, what should be in? It should be cloud-based because uh, it is easier to patch. And if, if you're finishing pilot phase, it is definitely easier or the only way to scale up quickly. So cloud-based is, is one must-have. The analytic function must be configurable by the by the users or by the employees in an easy way. An easy way means you have to have a, a low-code or no-code approach. Really easy to create new dashboards, easy to extract the data you really need to improve the uh, production, production context. And again, 
underlined, a strong context between this data and the production process is mandatory. Contextualization is really mandatory for success. And uh, this is the best way to really use a software tool, Flexible, to achieve this climate-friendly production. Thanks. I think it's very clear. I would like to, to, to finish with one aspect which is uh, quite different with what we did just discussed, but it's a topic we, uh, we had a discussion in the past together, which is uh, ecosystem. What do you think uh, ecosystem can bring to the digitization process? Why should we uh, think about ecosystem in the way to, to implement digitization? So I think the, the ecosystem, uh, or let's say to be precise, the automation ecosystem yeah. delivers today, let's say many, many standards how to do successful or how to transform successfully your, your automation system and you should follow the standards. So it is not necessary to really reinvent the wheel. So use proven in use concepts mm -hmm. and use software tools who are really fit to the OT requirements because IT and OT, they are different. They have different interfaces, they have different communication protocols and really selects from in the automation ecosystem the uh, best of breed components for your application. You can imagine if, if we are discussing digital transformation in pharmaceutical, that is completely different compared to digital transformation in mining. For sure. In conclusion, can we say that industrial have to go for approaches that offer uh, the capability to achieve widespread usages, strong adoption, and also adaptability and scalability? Are, are these the key words we can summarize? Uh, yes, I think we can, we can conclude on, on these words because they are describing exactly what the uh, users are looking for. And I agree with you. This is a, a good short description uh, regarding the, the next step to really uh, achieve a successful and sustainable digital transformation. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, it was very interesting sharing with you uh, your valuable experience. Mathieu, thank you very much for inviting me here. And really, I enjoyed our conversation and yeah, looking forward uh, to meet and talk to you sometimes in future. Thank you. Thanks.